What's up, soccer people? Sam Salter back here again alongside Keith Allen. Keith, you want to say hello? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, so we've had to recently change the podcast schedule. We were trying to do every Wednesday, uh, but with our new college schedules, it uh, just wasn't really working out. So we pushed it to Thursday, um, right before the game start on, on Fridays. Hopefully we'll get some Champions League news in because we'll have both Tuesday and Wednesday games in. Uh, and speaking of the Champions League, we're actually watching the draw right now. So some of that news might make its way to the podcast since we're kind of watching it unfold right in front of us. Yeah, we're about uh, almost done with the second round of drawing. So probably towards the end we'll be done with it and uh, update Man's with you guys. Man's shocked art. Yes, oh, that's what I wanted. Sam's okay. excited. Yeah, hey, dude, okay. where's Manchester United? I don't see them up there. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll get into the fixtures and results about the Premier League this week, of course, as we always do. But uh, look forward to a little bit of UCL news as we're going, and we'll get into that right after the intro. What is up, everyone? We are back. Um, we're going to go through the fixtures like we always do, talk about how Keith once again won in the Prediction League. I'm the greatest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so first of all, a big important game, Aston Villa versus Everton, had some friends of the show at the Aston Villa game, Andrew Sauter. Oh. Picked me up out. a jersey while I was there. Um, but Aston Villa and their new home, not their new home stadium, in their home stadium, newly in the Premier League again, um, snags a 2-0 win at Everton, a game no, in it which... No, it was at Villa. I oh I predicted a Villa win. Yeah, good job. Yeah, you predicted the one one. So um, I thought it was ever I thought it was Moise Keane's time to shine, dude. I was wrong. He did he did play really good when he came in. But he had not, that crazy shot that just I think like went right over the crossbar or something. Yeah, but but Andre Gomez and the rest of Everton did not perform, especially Andre Gomez. He did not play well yeah. whatsoever. But dude, but El um, Ghazi's goal towards the end, insane. Oof. Um, but like kind of a first hand account. From Sauter, I know he was there. He said the place erupted after the Wesley goal because it was yeah. like their first, yeah. like first major goal for him, first goal back in their stadium, first goal back in the Premier League, um, at their hometown. And uh, I mean, dude, the video I saw was unbelievable. Oh. So the best part is I now have a jersey from this game. Nice. I'll always remember the two zero win at Everton. Is it blank back or is it someone's? It's blank back. Do you think I'm paying the extra money for a name on the back? You might. <laughs> El Ghazi, baby. Grelish. I would have gotten Grelish if I got anything. Yeah, I would have too. Um, but Everton continue to struggle. Oh, sorry, we're looking at the UCL draw as well. Yeah. So Leverkusen is now in the Liverpool too. Yikes. Cool. Um, but Everton continue to struggle. Uh, kind of making me think that Marco Silva might be a fraud. A lot of people thought he was a great coach when he was at Watford, but they've spent an enormous amount of money Everton in the past few years. Dude, I just it just looks like they can't get a goal in. <laughs> like they yeah. they don't play bad. They just can't finish. They just play like a bunch of individuals. Which I guess is the whole point of soccer is to score. But, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, they just just can't put the ball in the back of the net. Other than that, though, I feel like they play, like, at least well. You they know play I mean? well, but they're the third. I think they're the third highest spending team in the Premier League, I think, in the last two years, two or three years. Wow. And they, like, literally, like, yeah. perform like we expect eighth or ninth still with that amount of money spent. Yeah. Well, they got a result. They got one result of everything, draw, win, loss. Um. And now they play Wolves. So, oh, man. I don't know. That's this not is, an easy bounce I mean, back this game. Is the, this is kind of a defining moment for how their season is going to go because yeah. Wolves are about par on them with skill level, I, I would say. Yeah, um, Wolves Wolves are the team that like show off teamwork 
and then Everton kind of have the individuality. Because it's all, I mean, last year it literally went, what, Wolves and Everton at the table? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is this is their time to prove uh, what they're really all about. We'll um, have to see. Marco Silva might be on the hot seat. He I'd say he already is on the hot seat, but he might lose his job soon if he doesn't keep performing. Might Moving see. on to the Pukinator, the P game as we called it, Pulisic versus Puki. Ended up being the Puki versus Tammy Abraham game. Yeah. Um, as is typical with Norwich, every single forward momentum play was driven by Puki, who ended up getting an assist and another goal. I predicted it. I said he's going to have five and four, and the mate did it. Yeah. I mean, he's, oh, it's five and three. He, he is the pinnacle of their attack, man. I mean, everything is dependent on him. Everything is dependent on him. Um, it was a crazy game. Chelsea only won 3 2. Um, Tammy Abraham with great finishes both times. And then our boy, Christian Pulisic, with an assist to Mason Mount, who I think is the better youngster. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he's looking like the future Chelsea, which good for them, you know, homegrown. Um, and Tammy Abraham is young too. Tammy Abraham, man, he had some great strikes. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking at like the youth program of Chelsea, I mean, their loan system obviously has been like kind of like a notorious thing for them. They like to get players and then loan them out and maybe never play them. And then, you know, kind of cheat and get banned. <laughs> and get the- a transfer <laughs> um, But, I mean, they had to bring back two people this year because obviously they got that transfer ban. And yep. I mean, kind of. I mean, it's a Norwich team, yep. so you can't yep. go crazy. Oh, who did it get? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Dinamo Zagreb. Yep. Yes. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, Man City's group right now for the UCL is uh, Man City, Shakhtar, and Dinamo Zagreb, which is a Croatian team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's looking good for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to the results. <laughs> yeah, back to the um, results. Anyways, I was kind of right though in my predictions. I said Norwich's defense didn't have me convinced, and they got scored on three times by a Chelsea team who's. I mean, they're, I think they're hoping for a top six finish this year at yeah. best. So, um, yeah, But Norwich scored two But, I mean, hey, they're, I mean, Timo, Timo Puki's going to f- light this league on fire, man. Dude, I tweeted it. I said it's going to be a shame when Zidane comes after you know him. You're right. You were, you were here from the beginning. And so. <laughs> I'm a Puki fan, dude. I'm a Puki stan. I mean, I'm here for it, dude. If I mean, hey, could we see them pull, like, crazy upsets and uh, finish a lot higher? I th- well, Potential, I, think I think they're going to finish 12 still. I would love to see them in, like, the Europa League or something in the future. That would be amazing. I mean, it's literally, like, I mean, they're a crazy team. I mean, I see them doing good this year and having the classic sophomore slump. Which yeah, is like where you, yeah, I you can know. agree. I can see them t- finishing top fifteen, and yeah. then next year maybe hanging on by thread. Mm-hmm. It's a typical typical format for teams that get promoted. They usually struggle in their in their third or their second year. But Which as is, for now, yeah, I mean that's just more mostly because there's players get snatched up by the bigger clubs. Exactly. But as for right now, uh, Norwich is holding their own. Chelsea still look like they're struggling. A three two win at Norwich still isn't that great for them. But massive confidence boost. Yeah. What What do we predict on this game, Sam? Uh, I predicted a draw, and you predicted a 2-1 win. Nice. Okay. So so we're at 1-1 even because you didn't predict the Villa game, right? Yep. Yep. Moving on to Southampton versus Brighton, a game in which we both were completely off. We both had Brighton winning after Brighton's strong performances. Yeah. But uh, Southampton came and pulled out a 2-0 victory. Yeah, well, I mean, Brighton went down a man 30 minutes into the game. Um, I know, and they scored a goal. I think I called off for VAR. Yeah. Which we love. Love VAR. <laughs> but um, then a goal by Southampton's sub, Musa. I don't know how to even right. say that. Janepo. Yeah, I'm not going I'm not. I don't want to butcher it. I don't want to offend this man. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, it was a nice curler, man. I mean, right after he came on. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nathan Redmond scored a goal in the 91st minute. Good, good for them. Uh, we're gonna kind of go through quick through some of these games because we want to talk about the UCL draw. So sorry if this is not what you're used to, but uh, 
we're, we're still also, watching we're all, on TV. We're also a little bit pressed for time. I have class in about an hour. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this so, college schedule. We're trying to roll everything out, but we got it's, it. Um, it's as for tough, this game, but we're, uh, here, we're doing it for you guys. We're pushing it for you guys. Yeah, as for this game, we predicted. I predicted a 2-0 win for Brighton, and Keith predicted a 1-0 win for what he said last time, Brighton Hampton. <laughs> I was right, man. <laughs> uh, back to the team Bright that Hampton Keith supports. Sort of win and lose. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah I don't want to talk the same. about this game. Really. <laughs> uh, back to the Keith's team, Man United versus Crystal Palace, a game which ooh, was so good for me as a Man City fan. And oh, a hater of Manchester United. I think I tweeted earlier, I'm done with soccer, or soccer's not cool or something. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I tweeted, I just, soccer is cool, and you tweeted, no, it's not. <laughs> I was in my feelings that day, man. It was a rough day. <laughs> um, a game that started off with a bizarre goal. Um, Gaeta, the city, or not the city, the palace keeper, boots it upfield. It gets headed to IU, who is literally one-on-one with the keeper after two I balls. I don't know where Harry Maguire was. I mean, I guess Juan Bissaka could have been closer to the middle, but it was Harry Maguire's man. I mean, yeah. like... It was, they were both. It was both the strikers or whoever it was. Like, it was two of them up front, and IU just one on one with De Gea. I mean, as good as De Gea is, he's not going to stop that. I mean, no one's going to really. Yeah. I mean, one on one, it's hard to expect De Gea even to do that. But yeah. obviously, De Gea had something that happened later. Yeah, um, also, a talking point for this game was obviously the whole incident with who's the penalty taker? Is it Pogba? Is it Rashford? Last week, Pogba took a penalty, and it was saved by <sighs> Patricio. And this week. Rashford stepped up to take a penalty, and he hit the post. You know what? I'm not – as much as it sucks that he missed that, I'm actually not crazy upset with him. Like, I mean, obviously I was at the time because, I mean, you need to put – you need to slot away all your penalties. But at least it wasn't saved by the keeper, I guess. Like, I don't know if that's a plus know, or a no, minus. that's a minus because I mean, you want to yeah. get it at least on target. I don't, I don't know, dude. Like, what the, I, I still – I think I still want Rashford to take the penalties. I still think that, though. Yeah, it just now it's like now it's a whole like who I mean it's like in your head at this point. I don't know, man. Because maybe you just sub on one mod every single time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, figure it out, boys. This is like free throws in basketball. Should go in every time. Yeah, Ole was saying I think it's kind of like a mental game at this point because you expect Rashford to go up there and maybe slot it in, and then there's your there's your penalty guy for the rest of the year. Yeah. And now it's up in the air. Now it's a confidence boost. Maybe they maybe should try out Martial. I mean, I, you guys are gonna rotate through your whole team. I, just, I, don't I don't know. I you have to stay with probably one of them, even if they're missing it. So I would say stay with Rashford. I agree yeah. with you. I think you stay with. I Rashford. I think you just have to stick with one guy most of the time. Yeah, but um, wow, a lot of a lot of more drama than you'd expect. I love yeah. it. It's like midseason United. There's yeah. always drama with you guys. Last year was Mourinho. This year, oh, dude. I mean, it doesn't help that Luke Shaw got hurt and we had to bring on Ashley Young, the best <laughs> left back in the world. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the tweet. So Crystal Palace tweeted a video of uh, Wilfred Zaha. Absolutely, putting him in a spin cycle, man. Putting Ashley Young in the spin cycle. And Andrews man, Townsend we, tweeted. Dude, that man, tweet. that man did not even know where he was. He forgot he was even playing a soccer game at that point. I mean, I mean Zaha. He was, I mean, Zaha was just toying. Zaha was destroying him so much, he decided to not even cross the ball until it was too late. <laughs> yeah, so here's what Andrews Townsend said. Um, so Crystal Palace tweeted, Wilf had him dancing, which is a video of Wilfred Zaha absolutely, like he said, rinsing Ashley Young. And Andrews Townsend, also a Crystal Palace player, says a 34-year-old ex-winger versus one of the league's best wingers. He gets destroyed twice, yet still manages to block the cross. We should not be we should be applauding this and not making fun of it. Hashtag respect. What do you think of that? I think Wilfred Zaha was just being an idiot. No, he didn't say that. Crystal Palace tweeted that. No, I think that I no no I know what Andrews Townsend is saying. I said I think Wilfred Zaha should have just crossed it and stopped being an idiot. 
Yeah, but I mean... He had him. He had him twice, yeah. dude, and he still, like, got blocked. I mean, good on Ashley Young, but also, dude, poor by Zaha. Yeah, I'm just... The, the whole thing... I mean, if from, you watch that video, he clearly has, like, multiple chances where he could just get the ball off his foot. Yeah. Multiple chances. I, the whole thing that I'm confused about with the situation is that if you're a Crystal Palace player, why well, I, I don't know. I don't. I think the respect thing is kind of taken a, too far. I love a little friendly banter. I think friendly banter yeah. is a friend of all of us. But uh, I think if anything, he needs to flame Zaha in that uh, in that tweet. He needs to be like, "Yo, boy, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, I just don't understand. I think. Or, I mean, I'm, all, I'm at least just not tweet at that point. It. I don't know why you'd support. I mean, the respect is there. I mean, that man is a 34-year-old sub yeah, who's basically there because we can't really replace him quite yet. Yeah, it's an. I think it's an England-to-England England thing, too. not replace him, but we just can't find anybody to, you know... Yeah, to take the role. I mean, he's also yeah. your captain He's right our now captain. Too. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he is going to be a legend at the club. Um, unfortunately, his last few years here have, I think, kind of soured his reputation. Yeah. But, I mean, 10 years ago, I mean, that man was a beast. Yeah. He was scary, but now it's just like... I don't know, man. So that is obviously a talking point. I think yeah. the respect thing has kind of taken a whole turn, especially after all of the, yeah, the now, racist yeah. thing that's going on with Tammy Abraham, Marcus Rashford, Paul yeah. Pogba. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, Rashford and Pop are getting destroyed. Absolutely which is manhandled, which is obnoxious. Ridiculous. Um, I mean, these. T- I mean, Pogba, I think, even though he gets the most crap, I mean, yeah. he's probably holding our team together low-key. I think he's an important aspect, especially in, I don't know, he's like a really important, important person who's our because if you who's gonna him, who's gonna be like our midfield presence though yeah if he's gone you know what i mean i think if you lose him also i think it kind of maybe hurts the pride of united in general because yeah. if you lose probably one of your most i don't know famous yeah. and like player who probably deserves to be on a crazy team it's just weird it's like a 50 50 split because fans either hate him or like like want him to go now or yeah. like realize that you know he probably needs to stay until we can at least find a suitable replacement at least, until, at least until you get into the Champions League. Yeah. Because I think I think he's gone end of this year. I think he is. Yeah. I think he wants to and leave. that means you need to be in the Champions League. I think League. he has respect for his teammates and his coaches, but I think he wants to leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but next week or next week against, well, I guess this weekend against Southampton, I don't even know if we'll win, dude. Luke Shaw's hurt for about a month. Um, Marty All's out. Yeah. I don't know how this game will go, honestly. I mean... We'll we still have plenty of options to score, but Southampton was looking good. Yeah, they've been looking not terrible. I mean, Brighton was a solid squad. I know they're a man down, but they were a solid squad, and they picked them apart and beat them 2-0. So. Well, hopefully, people yeah. like Daniel James can keep performing like that to keep your team yeah, going. Yeah, what a shot, um, dude. What a shot. His shot in the 89th minute was absolutely just perfect placement. Um, And then, I mean, I don't know, four minutes later, Van Anhol on the counterattack puts it right past the head. De Gea kind of scuffs the whole save. And let's it go in, and Crystal Palace gets their first win since night was it nineteen ninety one or nineteen eighty one? Some like stupid. They had never won at Old Trafford in the Premier League. They've beat. They've won in like the FA Cup and stuff, but they've never beat United at Old Trafford in the Premier League. Yeah, I think. Did you did you hear the fun fact? No one's ever scored a winner at Old Trafford in stoppage time. Really, this is the first time ever. Hey, mm, you messed up any, any competition. You messed up day, yeah. Crazy. And me and Keith both predicted, I'm not a supporter of United, but we both predicted a comfortable win. I said 3-1, and Keith said 2-0 for United. Both of us getting this game incorrect, Should but we'll see two. how it unfolds. Should have had two. <laughs> Ole's always got a lot to deal with. Um, but Crystal Palace showing that they can hold their own. There's some fun fact I think I told you earlier that if you look at the last 15 Premier League games from all the teams that stayed up, including last year, 
Um, Crystal Palace would be, I think, in fourth place on points with 23 points out of like, or 26 points. They're tied with Arsenal. Yeah, but you know what I have to say to that? This ain't the last 15 games. This is the yeah, season. Yeah, I know. It's just crazy that they've performed that well. I think that's a but credit that's, to no, Roy good, I mean, good team. on them for sure. But yeah. also, it doesn't matter at the same time. It's a fun fact, Keith. I didn't say it was important. I know. I um, guess. You, I guess. <laughs> sure, man. Keith's just sour because United are in like <sighs> yeah. 14th on that list. Um, moving on to a game that both of us didn't get to watch, uh, Sheffield versus Leicester. Um, the big talking point of this game <laughs> was Sheffield getting another goal, which Keith said they wouldn't get. That's my favorite part of the game. I did I say that? Yeah, you said you said I'm going to keep putting money on Sheffield not getting a goal because they keep finding a way to score. Oh well. <laughs> no, I thought I said I will this time. No, you said I'm going to keep okay. batting them. Well, I'm gonna just got to break. They'll get one because goal this you, time now. You, you said two zero. That was your prediction. Oh well, okay. <laughs> Um, I predicted 2-1 because I thought Sheffield would score. Ooh, good job. Got that one right. But um, main talking points this game were that Sheffield did score once again. Um, James Madison Dude. played a magnificent ball to Jamie Vardy. What? Dude, outside the foot, Ben? Like, outside Audi the bend, Bendy? probably from like, like I don't know, six 20, or seven yards inside the half-field line. Yeah, like 20, 25 yards away from Jamie Vardy, lead him on into the box, and he just smashes it near post. Jamie Vardy does what he loves to do. Dude, just smash then, it in. Oh, my Lord. Um, and then the goal, one of the goals of the weekend, <laughs> we have two contenders. This is probably, I mean, crazy. So Harvey Barnes, a youngster from Leicester, I think it was off a corner, if I'm correct. Uh, yeah, it was okay, cleared. It was off a corner. Yeah, it was cleared. And then this man just destroyed it. That thing was on a rope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Even in slow motion, you can't even see the ball because the camera can't pan fast enough. But, I mean, the, in slow motion, it looks like how a normal shot should look. Well, yeah, except for one second, it's like a foot, foot off the ground. <laughs> and now in, like, like you know, like the next frame, it's almost in the top right corner. The keeper just watched as it just I mean, slotted in. Uh, yeah, I mean, he just couldn't even react. I don't even know what you could do at that point. So, A crazy goal. Um, oh. Not a super exciting game. I think that's we both expected that. Yeah, we both said that they were going to win. But um, good for Harvey Barnes. You need yeah. that kind of um, confidence boost mm-hmm. for any sort of youngster on your team, and I think it's important for him to back a goal like that, especially with that emphatic. Yeah. Uh, next game, West Ham versus Watford, the game which we both predicted West Ham to win. I said 2-0, you said 1-0. Um, wow, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah, they did, they did score some goals. Uh, Mark Noble in the third minute got a penalty. Or he didn't win the penalty, Lanzini did, and then he slotted it in because Mark Noble is a penalty master. Yeah. Um, Andre Gray comes back in the 17th minute, scores, making it 1-1, and then the new signing, Sebastian Hilaire, yeah. former former podcast pledge Laples signing of the season, uh, okay. scores two goals. Yeah. Important. Very important. Confidence Crazy, boost. Crazy, dude. Um, you need that for, like I said, you need that for any player. Confidence is massively important in the game these days. I thought Watford would look better. <laughs> I was so wrong. Yeah, Watford are kind of tragic now. I mean, I knew they would lose, but I mean, what is going on, man? Yeah, they're, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think they're just an aging team. I think Ducori is probably like probably their only. Oh, and I guess who else they did De La Fuego. I'd say De La Fuego and Ducori are probably their shining yeah. light in the entire team. I don't know anybody else who would make it in a lot of teams. I forgot they have Danny Welbeck who did come on the seventy fourth minute. Yeah. But um, oh, and they got Ismali Ismali Star. So they have players who they just signed, but they, I don't think maybe they're not ready to go in. I don't know why they're not playing. I don't know, man, but I mean, West Ham, West Ham's looking dangerous this year. West Ham and is Watford is not. West, West Ham's always that weird team. I know, but last year it was so like back and forth on how they were performing. Yeah, this year it's like they're doing decent. I mean, that what are they like? I'm looking at the table. Ninth right or tenth? 
Fourteenth, Keith. Okay, I was way wrong. Uh, they've had a loss to. I think they played. Yeah, they played us. Oh, City. that's gonna hurt. <laughs> and they had Dragons break. That's right. That's right. So um, next week they play Norwich. We'll see how Pookie does against them. Ooh, that'll be interesting. Not known for the best defense. I don't know they, what they'll do, man. They let in five against City. Yeah, well. Let in one against Brighton. <laughs> happens. <and Watford>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does happen. It does happen to anybody in the league. But uh, pretty much the biggest talking point for that game was the new. I forget how much this. I think it was like sixty million something. Uh, Hilaire scores. Two goals, a brace. So yeah. we'll see how he performs. Hopefully he keeps getting bagging in goals and becomes a big, uh, important role player for West Ham because, I, I mean, West Ham's probably, if I didn't have to choose City up, they'd probably be my second favorite team. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the most exciting game of the weekend, which didn't actually end up being the most that exciting. crazy. It actually, I don't think it was the most exciting game because I think Chelsea, Norwich was. Yeah, so Liverpool versus Arsenal, a game in which I think we both predicted, no. No, you predict Keith correctly predicted the three one win and I yeah. predicted a draw. So we didn't both yeah, I don't know how you predicted that, man. I told you it was gonna happen. I know. I had too much faith. You should listen to me. More. I should have known about Arsenal's defense and David Luiz. Uh David Luiz making mistakes that some <laughs> of dad's club soccer players would make. <laughs> only only mistakes that David Luiz would make. <laughs> David Luiz making Sunday league hungover mistakes. Louis just dragging yeah. Mohamed Salah's shirt on that second goal. But um Man forgot you were supposed to actually play defense. Yeah, dude. I don't know what he was thinking. Literally, on Mohamed Salah running in the box, just grabs his jersey, yanks it as hard as he can, ref yeah. immediately blows the whistle, and he puts his hands up like nothing yeah. happened. I mean, that's legit like... It's a penalty every single time. You don't even yeah. need VAR for that one. That's like hungover on a Sunday, like didn't want to chase the defender, grabbed him. It was dumb. He's a bizarre... A bizarre I don't know movie. how Arsenal fans are going <laughs> to react def- to him. He's man. definitely made his full David Luiz move already. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about this game. I think the fact is that I mean, Arsenal yeah. didn't do too I mean, hot. do a whole lot at Pepe's all. Pepe's still kind of not there. <laughs> he had some good dribbles. Yeah. But, I mean, that was about it. Only I guess only he one had, did dribble past Virgil van Dijk in a while. Yeah, so he had a few good dribbles. And he had the one the one big thing I would say he should have done is he – I'd say he played a decent game. Yeah. Um, but he had a one-on-one with Adrian, and he kind of just hit it right at Adrian, which is unfortunate. So yeah. you could say that Pepe – did good, mm-hmm. but I mean, for how much they signed him for, needs to, and needs to goal, produce uh, some statistics. He, yeah, he needs <laughs> to have a goal, especially in that situation. Yeah. But um, this was a the goal. This is probably the game we expected. I mean, I didn't expect, but Keith expected. Um, it was all Liverpool. Possession wise, not really, but Liverpool had twenty five shots. Know, I knew. Well, okay, so I thought Arsenal would score it with a little bit better play. Um, I mean, they have a formidable attack, and so I would think that they had something better than a deflection that Lucas Torreira was just able to put back in with the side of his foot. Yeah, so they did get a lucky goal. Um, yeah. It was just kind of unfortunate for Liverpool because they're all there. They blocked the, sh- the first shot or whatever, the first attempt, but then it just went right back to him and can't really do anything about that point because, you know, Adrian's view was blocked by his own defender. So so now Liverpool stands atop alone in the Premier League. Yeah. Three wins. Three wins from three games. They play Burnley next week. They're at nine points. City right behind with seven and then Arsenal. Three behind with six. Yeah. So that was the game of the weekend. Really nothing too exciting after that. I guess you could talk about the we can talk about the Newcastle Tottenham game. Um Manchester City versus Bournemouth, <laughs> I would of course. Love to talk about that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love that game. Um City versus Bournemouth, not much to talk about here. Raheem Sterling gets a goal, Sergio Aguero gets two poachers goals, Kevin De Bruyne gets another assist, becomes the fastest player in history to reach fifty assists in the Premier League. So good on him. Harry Wilson bagged a crazy free kick. Dude, also a goal of the week. Other goal of the week. I don't, I don't even know how we can decide which uh, one's which. Yeah, so that was probably, I mean, the main takeaways are City continue to dominate. 
I don't even like. I don't even have much to talk about that game. It's really just City yeah, I mean, dominated. That was kind of cr- that, first of all. That free kick was kind of crazy. Free kick was I crazy. Mean, he went from the left side of the goal to the right side, but with top his right left corner. foot. Yeah, and, and it went off the banged it off the post. I mean, one thing top to note, right. I mean, couldn't get any more perfectly placed. Yeah, one thing to note about that too is he's a Liverpool loney, <laughs> so Liverpool fans are probably oh, loving to see that from the mate. Oh boy! But um, City continued to dominate, going to second place in the league, and they have. Who do we have? We have Brighton, like I said. Yeah, yeah we have Brighton next week. I think week. that might be rough for Brighton. That might be a rough game for them, too. Um, a game that was shocking, though, is Tottenham <sighs> versus uh, Newcastle. Both of us know where... Yeah. What do we predict? I predicted 4-0. I think I Tottenham predicted 3-0. Predicted 3-0, yeah. yeah. So what is going on? We predicted a comfortable win for Tottenham because Newcastle United had definitely been struggling. Where are they right now? They're 19th. Still after that win, <laughs> they're 19th place. I mean, they were tied for last, I think. Yeah, so they had, lo- they had previous losses to Arsenal and to Norwich, and that was their first win, and now they're still... I mean, even... Who would have thought it was against Tottenham, too? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so was, it jo- at, was it at Tottenham, too? Yeah, it was at White Hart Lane. Dude, what's so, going on? I don't know. After a 2-2 draw at City, they pull out a 1-0 loss to Newcastle. Yeah. Um, I, we called him Joe Linton, but... Um, I forget who the announcer was for this game. He called like him Joe, Joe Ellington or Joe Ellington. And I was like, oh, I like how that sounds. So I think I'm going to call him that from now on. Joe Ellington. But uh, crazy ball. Christian Atu comes in for St. Maxim. And within like a couple minutes of him coming on, because he came in for St. Maxim, who was injured. Yeah, it was within 10 minutes. Plays a crazy did, uh, ball over the top. Did Lucas Morris start or no? I think he... Because I think he starts. If he didn't, I think he needs to. Did. He did start. Okay, good for him. Uh, Bizarre. I don't know. Also, what I don't know how. I mean, Sun came back from his suspension. Yeah. So, so Liverpool. I don't know how they didn't score. Okay. So here's the stats. So eighty <laughs> percent possession wise, Tottenham had eighty percent of the possession. So that shows you that seventeen shots, but only two were on target. Yeah. So dude. that's a big talking point. Uh, Tottenham had seventeen shots. Newcastle had eight, but Newcastle had three shots on target. Tottenham only had two. <laughs> so, I mean, you just got to finish your chances, shoot on target. A lot will be talked about with Maurizio Pochettino, what's going on. I don't think you're too worried. I think a lot of people are putting Mauricio on the hot seat too fast. I think nah, it's just I, one fluke of a game, which I happens. Think, I just think they'll have a comfortable third place. That's all. Yeah. I think this happens to a lot of good teams, but at the level that the Premier League is at right now, where Liverpool and City aren't slipping up ever, I think you kind of have to put a lot of pressure on coaches that. I mean, yeah. I, you're going to need Tottenham's, a crazy transfer window to compete with Liverpool and City. I, yeah, at this and point. I think Tottenham's right on that line. I think people put them, they're not quite at the level. But I think people are putting them in a level where they're like yeah. close. I think the Champions League final. I mean, it's it's Poch is like what like sixth season or something crazy. Tottenham. Yeah, and he's he a still great hasn't coach. won hardware. Yeah, I think that it's like Klopp. I mean, he just won the Champions League final, and I don't think anybody really hated him anyways. Like nobody really actually hates Poch, but I think they just want him to win something and like yeah. just kind of prove that he was at least you know they're at least working towards something. And it's hard, especially when but every year league. it seems like they come in second. Yeah, when the Premier every, League is this crazy. Every whatever, <laughs> every tournament or every league they're in. So the closest they've gotten in a while was when they played when that Leicester team won the league. Really, they were in second place. Remember, and then Chelsea beat Leicester in the final. <laughs> so they're getting they're getting better, yeah. I think. But this is obviously not a step in the right direction. Yeah. Final game: Wolves versus Burnley. One one. Both predicted it. Um, things to talk about here: Ashley Barnes still bagging in goals. Love um, him. We love him. We love his celebration. Love Probably him. besides Pookie. How many has he got now in the year four? He's got four, yeah. Yeah. Love so, him. I mean, the main talking point was just 
his goal, which was a crazy shot, half volley, I think, from outside the box. And then Raul Jimenez steps up in the 97th minute with a penalty to save it and grab a point for both teams. Uh, looking at the table, Wolves stay in 15th, three draws, not looking great. They have Everton next weekend. Could see that also becoming a draw. And then yeah, Burnley. Wolves are slipping for Burnley me. Burnley in sixth place with only four points. Uh, they take on Liverpool next weekend. So probably not too much to go for them there. They hope to probably yeah, just walk in. This is going to be tough week of predictions, I think. <laughs> yeah, so those are the results from this week. Looking at the fixtures for next week, we'll quickly go over them. Uh, Keith, Southampton versus Man United. Who do you got? Oh, by the way, hold on. Before we get into this, Keith won 10-9 again this week. Yeah, I'm a genius. Yeah, so he beat me last week 11-3 and beat me by a point this week. So this is going to be my comeback week. But like I said, go on. Southampton versus Man United, what do you got? I'm not feeling confident, man. I'm not feeling confident at all for Man United. Um, I have to bet I have to bet for them because last time I bet against them, which was like last year, mm-hmm. I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that right. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm just going to go like 1-0 Man United. Don't know if that will happen, but I have to do it. I'm going to give this game, I'm going to say 2-0 Man United. I think okay. you guys bounce back. Southampton aren't that good of a team. Yeah, but Man um, United not proven themselves to be one either. That's true. <laughs> uh, Chelsea versus Sheffield. Um, I think it's going to be the same thing as Norwich. I think Chelsea's going to get two. Sheffield's going to bag in one since apparently I need oh, a Oh, you're going to give them a goal apparently I need to give them a goal now because <laughs> I'm an idiot every single week. Uh, I'm going to give Chelsea the 3-0 win. I don't think Sheffield gets the goal this week. All right, well, I'll be upset if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Crystal Ballas versus Villa. Mm. I think it's going to be... 2-1 Villa. 2-1 Villa. I'm going to give this game a 1-1 draw. I don't know. Crystal Palace just didn't convince me with their goals. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm going to give it a 1-1 draw. Okay. Leicester versus Bournemouth. I, all right. I think this will be a good game. Um, two very strong attacking teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, man. It's at Leicester. I'm going to give – I'm going to go 1-1 draw, actually, on this. Okay. I'm going to go Leicester – Three to one. City versus Brighton. I think this game's gonna get out of hand. Yeah, I'm gonna go four zero. Four zero. Yeah, I'm gonna give City five zero. Actually, you know, what? actually, who yeah. who got sent off for Brighton? Do you know? Do you remember? Mm, no. Because I think we, it was Endone. If, if who is there? Who is it? Like. Uh, Murray, if Murray or Dunk are there, I'm actually gonna go four one. So yeah, it was Andone. You're gonna go four one. Okay. I'm gonna go four one. Okay, I'm still gonna go five out. I think they're gonna pull off like some corner header or something. You yeah, know what I, mean? I could see it. They yeah. did it last year. Uh, Newcastle versus Watford. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Battle of the two. <laughs> Why teams watch this? Zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the last place two teams. You say zero zero? Yeah. I'm gonna say. Actually, I can kind of see Watford pulling this one out, but it's at Newcastle. That's the thing. So St James does get kind of wild. So you sticking with it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say two on Newcastle. Um, West Ham versus Norwich. Pookie, my guy. Uh, okay, this could be actually. This could be like low key be the matchup of the week, even though I don't think it will be. Because besides Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal versus and Spurs Everton, and Everton Wolves, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's gonna be three two for Norwich. No, two 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 draw. Two two. Yeah. I'm gonna go West Ham. I'm going to go West Ham 2-1. Okay. Leicester, not Leicester, Liverpool versus Burnley. 3-1. 
Uh, Liverpool. Okay, Burnley, right? Yeah. Uh, Liverpool versus Burnley. I'm going to have to go Liverpool 2-0. Yeah, I can see that result too. Yeah, Burnley's a good defending team. Okay, final two games of the weekend, Everton versus Wolves. I've already said this is going to be a draw, so I'll just say my first. I think it's going to be a... Oh, one one draw. I was gonna literally just say that. So our, our we can one agree, agreement. We can agree one time. One a agreement. Week, one time a week. <laughs> uh, and then Arsenal versus Spurs. This could be a great game. It's going to be a great game. I don't know. Yeah. Why it's going to be a great game. I don't know who's gonna win. I don't know <laughs> if anybody will win. <laughs> They're both struggling. Uh, I'm actually. I'm gonna say Arsenal win. That defense was not convincing. Man. <laughs> I say I say Arsenal's gonna win. I'm gonna go one zero. One zero. Yeah, it's going to be like a Newcastle game. Except no, I'm going to go 2-1 Spurs. 2-1 Spurs? Yeah. Okay, well, those are our fixtures. Um, we can kind of talk about the Champions League since we're already here and just run through some things yeah, really quick. We can just run through the table, maybe give your top two moving out of it. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, we can, or we can just, I don't know, yeah. So I might just want to talk about the Premier League teams that are in here. Fair enough, fair so enough. So we don't have to, we don't have a crazy amount of time. Um, uh, we so got the, enough time. You just want to talk about it all, huh? I'm kidding. I mean, uh, we don't have to. It's cool. Champions. Just, all right. Sorry. English teams there. Let's I say we it. talk about the English teams. All right. Okay. So first of all is Tottenham. They're in Group B. That consists of them, Bayern, Olympiacos, and I think that's Red Star Belgrade. Uh, is it? That's what. Yeah, I think that it is. Okay. That's, that's their weird Serbian name. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I just can't read it from this far away. <laughs> it's kind of far away. So in this group, I think Tottenham easily make it out. Um, I, Olympiacos. And Red Star aren't two great teams. Yeah, I think Bayern, Tottenham go one, two. Doesn't matter the order. I don't know. Who do you say if it has to go in order? Oh, Bayern. Bayern, okay. Bayern for sure. I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say Bayern is one. Yeah. Um, moving on to Group C, Man City. <laughs> um, we probably had the easiest ride last year. It didn't pull it out, but we have a decently easy ride here again. <laughs> um, we have Shakhtar, which is just the... getting hand of the Champions League. Come on, <laughs> Shakhtar, the easiest person I think in group or in the second pot that we got. Uh, then we have Dinamo Zagreb, like we said earlier, and then we have Atalanta, who is their first season in the Champions League, I think ever. And they're from um, Italy. Yeah, I th- oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because it was a big Sam, deal. Who do you think is gonna make it out of this? Group? <laughs> Might be a tough one. I think City are gonna bag. Oh, what is it? Six games. Eighteen points. Eighteen points. I think they bag all eighteen. I can see that happening. And then I don't know. I mean, Shakhtar upset you guys like who, two years ago. Yeah, no, I think we grabbed. Yeah, I but think I you guys get back on Who comes in second in that group? It's Shakhtar, Adel- I Atalanta. I think it's Shakhtar or Atalanta. I might say Atalanta gets out of that. No, I'm going to give it to Shakhtar. They're kind of they're in the Champions League every year. They kind they're of proven. They I think Shakhtar just t- so proven um, that they'll make it through. Yeah, okay. We can both agree on that. Yeah. Um, group E is Liverpool. Napoli, Napoli Salzburg. And why can't Red we see Bull, the Salzburg, last one? Salzburg, and then we'll see the last one. Gank. Gank. The Belgian team. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I think Salzburg might give Napoli a little bit of trouble, but I think Liverpool and Napoli make this yeah, out. Yeah, it's going to be Liverpool one and two. easily. Yeah. Um, and then the last, uh, last English team in the Champions League. Unfortunately, Man United are not there. <laughs> Why aren't they not there? Dude? Oh, dude, Chelsea have a hard group. Yeah, I don't. It's Chelsea, Ajax, Valencia, and Lille. Or Lille, whatever you L- want to say. Lille. Uh, yeah, so that's a team who just got <laughs> rid of. They just oh, got yeah. rid of Pepe. Uh, they just signed Ronaldo Sanchez. Valencia is always a good team in the Champions League. And then Ajax. Lost, lost some key players, man. This might yeah. be a rough Champions League no for them. No DeLitt, no Frankie. But they still have Van Beek. They still have David Neres. They still have Tagliafico. They still have Tadic. Um, I'd say Ajax is still a decent team. Chelsea, obviously not a great team. 
I could honestly ch- see Chelsea not making out of the group. I could see it being Valencia and Ajax. So can I. I can. That's a great group. Yeah. That is probably. That's going to be a rough one for them. Besides, they should have gone to Group G, man. Yeah, if I had to look at any other group that was close. I mean, dude, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Between. Okay, I say them, that group, uh, Juventus, Atletico, Leverkusen, and Moscow, and then Barcelona, Dortmund, and. Uh, I don't know how. Inter Milan. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I say those are the top three groups. If I say Group H is the closest by far. Chelsea not being the greatest pot one team. Ajax being a decent pot two team. Valencia being a great third team. And then Lily being an amazing fourth team. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a That's rough. my favorite group. Is this their, dude, they're just also like not like average, but like they're all just like not quite great in their leagues, but they're still like very good. Yeah, but they're still Champions League. That's cr- I love that. Okay, that's probably the group I'm most excited for. Um, so I could see... I'd say all four teams, all Eng- all four English teams have a good chance of getting out. Yeah. But I would say Chelsea are the team that definitely are a worry to not make it out. Yeah, I agree. I mean, City, Liverpool, and Tottenham are pretty solid teams. Yeah. They have pretty easy groups for them. Uh, yeah, Chelsea, man. They're going to have to do some, uh, some real digging in. And yeah, they don't have a lot of depth either. No, they don't. I'm interesting to see how. I don't think they're gonna attempt to go very far, but it's interesting. I'm gonna be interested to see how they line up in certain games. I can I can really see Valencia and Ajax though moving forward. That's that's crazy. Um. Okay. So if you had to look at any of these teams, who do you think gets the furthest? Uh, it's obviously. I think it's gonna be between. Well, obvi- Okay. Obviously. So what is it? A A through D all play each other in the knockout stages, and E through H play each other. Right. That's how it goes. I think. Um. I can see. I mean, Liverpool would have the. I can see Liverpool going the furthest just because the, their only real opponent or opponent is probably going to be Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Man City and Tottenham are going to have to face if they both make it through potentially Juventus, Atletico, uh, Bayern, each other. Or, yeah, each other. Real. Actually, I don't think they can Madrid. play each other. No, in the they first can't time. until uh, I think semis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Real Madrid and PSG. So that could be an issue for. Tottenham and, and City. City. But yeah, I think so. City I think City will stay strong. I think they'll be able to make it to the semis. I think year. we have the strongest team still compared to You just to gotta hope you probably don't play Juventus. Yeah. Um, okay, well, hopefully we can bag it out. Hopefully we don't lose due to VAR. Hopefully VAR doesn't <laughs> screw us over in the league. Hopefully VAR doesn't screw us over in the Champions League. We'll have to see. But uh, as for the UCL, we're excited to see where it goes. Uh, on a Thursday schedule, we can kind of talk, we can definitely talk about the UCL. As oh yeah. In regards to the, the English teams. Yeah. And any other more exciting news. But um we hope you guys enjoyed. As always, follow us on Twitter at Pod Premier. Um we're almost at a uh, hundred twenty five followers, I think that's said it last week. But Will we say two hundred by the end of October? Is that what we're aiming for? Yeah. And Sam dyes his hair blonde? <laughs> that's not <laughs> I don't think that's the rule. I'm you not agreed. gonna try very hard if that's the rule. <laughs> um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes if you're not already subscribed. Leave a review if you can. Always helps out the show. And uh, we'll be back next Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. We'll Thursday. Thursday, baby. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next Thursday.